0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast, where I bring you the best and brightest from the world of business, marketing, and personal growth to help you harness your inner tenacity and drive your career forward. Pause for a second. I want to redo you. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast, where I bring you the best and brightest from the world of business, marketing, and personal growth to help you harness your inner tenacity to drive your career forward. My guest today, Zach Scriven, is a self-proclaimed influencer, a title he takes a lot of pride in, but also gets a lot of criticism for as well. Either way, he owns it, and he does his best to embody the title, and I love him for that. But Zach is a lot more than that, and he quit his lucrative job in industrial automation engineering to pursue, a, pursue content creation full-time, and he is the host of the Zach Scriven podcast who graciously had me on about a year ago to share my story. And He was one of the first guests first shows that I came on where I opened up about my career and my story, and I appreciate you, Zach, for that a lot. He is also a highly technical, technically and creatively skilled content creator and founder of Zach Scriven Media, another aspect I deeply admire about him as he consistently innovates and shares his learnings with his tribe. He's always giving and he's always adding value. And his focus is around digital transformation, featuring both clients within his past industry and others. And he recently completed a 30-day road trip, which we're going to talk a lot about, where he documented all of his journeys and Dude, his that- goal. Yeah, that's it. I'm I'm done, dude. Yeah, yeah. you don't even need me, dude. No, we don't even need your intro. And his goal is just just did it perfectly, man. I know is God in all things that He does, and we'll talk about faith and what that really means to Him. And today he travels all over the U.S. and worldwide. We'll talk about global travel and how much that has influenced him in his life. It's something that he really loves. Speaks all over the place: South Africa, Vegas, Dallas, Dubai, and everywhere in between. Really preaching his message and creating content. Zach's been a buddy of mine on LinkedIn. I value him as a connection, somebody that I confide in at times. We talk shop we talk life we talk business happy to have him on the show today. Zach Scriven welcome finally to the podcast finally dude
1: dude i feel like um you know when the 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 uh you know with the trainee like the what's what's the like the young apprentice they snatched the grasshopper from the master's hand <laughs> that's you right now and so like you know like you said a year ago you're on my show and you're just getting in, into podcasting now you have like a the podcast which is well known throughout linkedin I'm following names like Shay Rowbottom and Mike Winnett and uh, Jordan Paris, Mark Metry. Like, dude, it's an honor, man. Thank you.
0: Thanks, man. It's been, it's been a journey. And, I, and we'll definitely talk about the podcast journey because um, there's the ups and downs, the struggles, you know, the, the technical aspect, the creative aspect. But why don't we just jump in? I think I covered your story pretty well.
1: Yeah, yeah, you did. What yeah. did,
0: I, did I miss anything here that anybody who doesn't know Zach Scribbin needs to know?
1: dude um is that it's not always as good on the inside as it looks on the outside you know i'm actually um i'm actually in the process of moving right now um you know california i'm renting i do have an investment property here but you know looking at moving and the prices are just too high so you know I'm actually looking at moving into Arizona. So we're we're gonna make sure that, you know, Mary being a flight attendant, she can kind of commute to her LAX base, but right, yeah, we're in the process out. of moving. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah, would I love to have a mansion on the Hollywood Hills and just be, boom, <laughs> Zach Scriven Media
0: Enterprises. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Projecting it onto the hills, right? Like projection yeah. mapping that shit onto the hills. No, I love it, man. Like,
1: like vr like you put your phone up and you see it like instead of hollywood it says like zach scriven media. well
0: here's here's my vr if you could see it behind me so this is long beach right long beach new york right so mm-hmm. i live back like 10 minutes that way my office is over here so i kind of use this painting as my little you know augmented reality to show what's happening here so let's take it back a little bit you know something that i, know, you talk- so I,
1: I guess what i was saying though yeah, man. is like You know, you say like, oh, you know, I I I met a bunch of people on this road trip, like people that went out of their way to meet me at these meetups that I did, and you know, the clients that hired me, and they're like, oh, Zach, you're crushing it, Zach. Like, you know, congrats on all the success. And it's like I just don't feel that inside. You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: I I really would. Yeah, I'm making
1: money from doing LinkedIn video, and yeah, you know, I it was took a lot of courage to quit my job, stable six figure income, to do something unknown, and and yeah, I've been doing it almost two years now successfully. So. Has there been ups and downs? Yeah. Have I been able to travel the world? Dubai, uh, you know, Australia, Madrid, uh, you know, it's too many places to really name, you know, Canada, all across the United States did the 30 day road trip fully sponsored, uh, just on a whim. Basically just came up with this idea, posted it to LinkedIn. And there was so much support from the community behind this idea that I was like, I have to do it now. You know, like I want to do it. And so like, I went, I mean, I didn't have to do it. Right. Right. But I, I wanted to do it. You, know? you had
0: the wind behind your cell, man. Yeah. Totally. So, so let's bring it a... Yeah,
1: yeah. Continue. What's the next question? <laughs> so let's
0: let's <laughs> let's bring it back to the beginning a little bit. Something, you know, you're a family man, you know, you have your daughter who inspires you and everything. But let's talk a little bit about, you know, what that really means to you. You know, that family. How does that drive everything that you do? Yeah.
1: I guess it's um it's knowing where to make sacrifices and where to, you know, double down, I guess. So for me, that's why I brought Zoe on the road trip. I mean, could have I could have gotten a lot more content without her around industry if I wasn't, you know, kind of, I guess, you know, focused around Mary and Zoe on the road trip, yeah, of course, but then it wouldn't have even been worth it. You know what
0: I'm saying? Yeah, no, so, a- absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and it's a different perspective, and you're giving her that experience as well. And that quality time at this age is, is irreplaceable. Totally get that. So going back to your origin story, you know, we talked about your you know, your, your beginning career in, in industrial automation. Let's talk about that journey. You were a content creator. You are still holding down that full-time job. But talk to us a little bit about that journey when you made the full switch, when you made that pivot. What was that process like? What were those conversations with your wife like? Because you took a gamble, man. Yeah. It actually,
1: it was a, it was a slower journey. Um, so, uh, it actually an interesting story. It involved a recruiter too, but, um, you know, so my parents actually had been involved in the system integration SCADA business. And so that's how I got started into it at an early age. I actually started working for my comp- my parents' company at an early age, like 12 and, and as a teenager, eventually dropped out of college to work for them full time and ended up taking over that business. Um, and my parents, they had a divorce and kind of separated. And so I kind of took that over, uh, did that for a few years. And um, eventually met my fiance, current fiance, Mary. And um, after about a year, we ended up expecting a child. So, you know, I guess, you you know, at, you know, running your own business. There's a lot of ups and downs and, you know, health insurance and all these different things. I was like, well, why don't I yeah, just mm-hmm. close this company down, go get another job doing the same thing and then have like, you know, consistent income, benefits, I could take time off. And so that's what I did. And it worked out well. You know, Zoe came, I got to be there for like all the ultrasound appointments. I got to, you know, be there obviously for when she was born. There and for so everything. Of, yeah.
0: And so yeah, that was important
1: for me. Like I, I would have had to be like working nonstop if I was still running my own business at that time. So um yeah. So that was about I worked for that company about two years. And eventually I just kind of got like a little bit on. Un- Motivated for growth, you know, like I just kind of felt stagnated. Like they are hiring people above me, and the team was growing, but like I wasn't. They weren't personally promoting me, even though I felt like I was a little bit underpaid. So, um, you know, I was just looking looking elsewhere to see what other opportunities there were for more growth, more income, more responsibilities, and um, you know, because it's like seventy thousand, and in in California is not a huge income. So. I was talking to a recruiter. There was a couple opportunities that he, you know, thought would have been been good for me, but I wasn't really interested in him, but I still talked to him anyways to kind of just build that relationship. And it wasn't until about six months later that he actually found like the perfect, bye Zoe, (laughs) bye Zoe. Have a good day. Yeah. Um, So it was about six months later, he actually found like the perfect opportunity for me. Um, And, you know, the pay was over six figures, nice signing bonus. Like it was like, perfectly slated for what you know it was in the water industry which is where i came from and all the boxes are being
0: checked Mm -hmm. you
1: know so i i took that job and um it was awesome at first but the culture wasn't really there and so they weren't really kind of forward thinking looking to change the way that things were done which obviously you know that's like kind of my core it's like i'm a futurist you know i always like kind of changed the way things are done for better or for worse but um it was super unhappy there. And so after about eight months, it had gotten to the point where I was getting so unhappy, Mm -hmm. but also at the same time, I was like looking for other opportunities, like in the, in the video space. And so I was making more live streams, doing more videos, doing a blog, um, you know, connecting with more people on LinkedIn. One day I just happened to, I was posting a YouTube video to LinkedIn and I happened to notice that there was a native video upload feature. And so I just decided to natively upload it. And that video took off like over a thousand views. And so I was like, wow, this is really interesting. Like what's going on here? And I posted another happen. one. Bust another one, And I was like, wow, like That's this is job. really, yeah, this is really like powerful. And so like maybe a few months later, it just got to the point where I was just like, all right, it had just split, you know, and I went to go talk to my boss and I was like, you know, I'm really, I feel like I'm being unproductive. I feel guilty about it. Like, I don't know what to do. And he was just like, oh, you could just either quit right now or, you know, just kind of accept things the way they are and produce. Yeah,
0: cowboy up, right?
1: And so I just, I was like, all right, you know, that's, that's it, I guess. And so I quit that day, went home, made that video on LinkedIn. And, and, and really the whole entire goal always has been the same. It's kind of three pillars, be able to spend more time with family, Mary and Zoe, be able to follow my passion of video content creation. And be able to serve God, build the kingdom of God here on earth. I mean, these are not my talents. He's just lending them to me. You know what I I'm love saying? It. Dude, I just, if I could just like not mess it up enough where he like he, his plan could actually be fulfilled through me, then, you know, like I'm just holding myself back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: And I, I love that you have, you, you have that focus, right? You have your pillars and everything that you do has the intention, you know, to really, to really focus on them. Um, before we get into, I want to talk about influencer marketing and, and the influencer title. But Let's talk a little bit about your background in technical production. Something that I value, admire, and learn from you is your technical skill set. And you're always putting it out onto LinkedIn. You're sharing your setup. You're, sh- you're sharing your rig and tips and everything. Was content, I mean, video, still photography, um, production, audio, was this something that you've always been kind of passionate about before you made, yeah. went into this? Or, you know, was it something like, hey, if I'm going to do this, I better fucking do it right?
1: I'd say a little bit of both. So I'd always kind of uh done little home movies as a kid, like doing a Rubik's Cube. I did a video, even some parodies, like some guitar hero parodies yeah. or riding my bike off jumps, like um, you know, so I'd always been a like posting videos to YouTube, but never really thought of like YouTube as a viable career. In fact, my dad was saying, like, you know, you can't really have those funny, you know, I was like pretending to drink in some and just kind of you know, I'm I'm kind of yeah. I have that comedic outlet, you know, and uh, that expression. Right. And, and my dad was like saying, he's like, you're not going to be able to get a job because of that. And so eventually like in my teens, I deleted that YouTube channel, which I'm kind of sad that I did because I mean, so you have an archive somewhere. Yeah. Well, like I could see the video, Old hard drive. It's like, it's just so hard now. Now everything's on Dropbox, but yeah, like this, we're talking like years ago, but yeah. So to answer your question, I've always kind of like played with video, but never until, you know, that point where I put video first, never really thought of it as something as a career. And, believe it or not, Gary Vaynerchuk's crushing it book really helped change my mindset on that.
0: Yeah. It affected, it affected lots of people. I mean, you know, take his message for what it's worth and, and take the action on that. So let's talk about that title on your hat influencer. And to some there, there's a stigma behind it. Um, you know, what, let's, let's break it down into two parts. What, what, what is, what is the word influencer mean to you and what does it mean to influence others?
1: Okay. So, Um, the word influencer really has like two meanings that kind of overlap or maybe it's a gradient. I don't know, but on one end, it's like just the ability to, for me, it's like using video online to amplify your reach, whether that's on Instagram or in in LinkedIn in this case with the emphasis on the in, that's really why I like branding it around that. But um, it's just basically using your, you're using video, using technology to build your influence. Um, that's, that's being an influencer, right? Like if you're being active on social media, you're probably a, a, you're a small subset of the population right now. You know, a lot of people consuming content on social media, but who's actually putting themselves out there in a professional capacity saying like, Hey, I'm a real estate agent or Hey, I'm a recruiter or Hey, I'm a content creator. You know, like that takes, it's bold, you know? So yeah, I agree we want to we want to commend that you know we want to encourage that and we want to people to be influencers right we don't want to like stigmatize it because like then people that aren't doing it like oh wait look at our friend johnny over there is like posting videos thinks he knows what he's talking about you know it's like no you know like i didn't know what the fuck i was talking i still don't you know like i still make mistakes i still you know have that same fear when i flick on the camera just like when i first started so um so that's on one end. And then on the other end is very much the literal sense of like, you get money, you do a post about a brand, kind of that influencer marketing transaction. So that's that's kind of like where I position myself. And that's the kind of the brands and, and sponsorships that I, that I work with is kind of those influencer marketing clients. And it's really kind of hybrid, like content creation packaged with influencer marketing, because you got to imagine a lot of these industrial automation companies don't have any content at all. No. So when they work with me as an influencer, they're at least getting some content. Like, you know, they invite me to their event and and they get that event highlighted through my video, you know, to my audience. So it's, it has a multiple layers of value.
0: And I I totally commend you for that. I think it's, it's super niche and you're going and you just hit the nail on the head. Your audience, your market is an audience that's underrepresented on LinkedIn. LinkedIn still is a B2B platform for all intents and purposes. Right. Um, and that's brilliant. And I applaud you for that. So what do you say? There's a lot of crap out there. There's a lot of trolls. There's a lot of people saying, Zach, you can't call yourself an influencer. You can't. What the hell are you doing calling yourself an influencer? Who the hell is a self-proclaimed influencer? What do you say to those people?
1: Yeah. I mean, there was only really one post where I, I kind of said, I actually, I don't think I've really ever said I'm an influencer other than- I mean, you got Ryan the hat on, dude.
0: Yeah. It,
1: but it's it's just like- you know, people gave me that title long before I gave it to myself, you know, and I've always agreed, yeah, you can't really just call yourself that and make yourself one. But I, also, in some sense, I've kind of like flipped that on its head. It's like, well, why not? Why not call yourself an influencer? Like, yeah, be an influencer. Why not? You know, what's wrong with that? Like, yeah, you, <laughs> you're putting in work to build your business or you're putting in work. Call it to what call it is. Pa- yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, and,
0: and I think you're being transparent and authentic about that. That's something I, I, I certainly, you know, appreciate. So a lot of people, I mean, LinkedIn's a wild West right now. I mean, I'm having well, to talk about, I, I want to add on that. Sorry, please. Let's go back.
1: If you notice, and I don't know, like, this is maybe just a general trend. Things have gone this in anyway, but there's been a lot of like online, you know, seminars and different events that are like LinkedIn influencer, this LinkedIn influencer, fireside chat, best LinkedIn influencers of Dubai, you know? In January, I did the top 10 LinkedIn influencers of 2019. That video got like 25,000 views. So it's like, you know, by me putting that out there, it's not like I'm just benefiting from it, but it's like everyone's- There's a halo effect. Because yeah. I'm trying to like highlight like, hey, no, like we're legit, you know? like. So I, I really do kind of contribute it for the benefit of of everyone on this platform.
0: I think, I think, that, I think that's totally fair. So going back to what I was going to go to before, I didn't mean to cut you off there. You know, a lot of people are- coming back to LinkedIn, they're reactivating on LinkedIn, they're seeing that that's where the attention and eyeballs. a lot of people are scared to put content out there, they feel like it needs to be perfect, it needs to be edited, it needs to be well done, and they're scared to take that first step. So what do you say to somebody, how do you encourage them to take that first step in content creation?
1: Mm. Oh man, I gotta tell a story of, uh, there was uh, someone who was messaging me, and um, that's all they would have been like they were kind of, you know, in that same position where they never posted a video before. And they're like, well, how do I, basically just, how do I do it? And I was like, well, like, just do it, you know? And, and the way that person responded made me remember them because they actually went and, and didn't respond on a, you know, in the DMs of LinkedIn, they actually just went and posted a video and tagged me and they're like, there's my first video. And she actually crushed it. She's actually speaking at entrepreneur business live event, Jen, uh, in New York. Well, I think that was yesterday but jennifer collings mm-hmm. you know this was over a year ago and i'll never forget that because i almost kind of like taunted her like you know i get these random messages all the time and like, sure. you know yeah, i want to do a video and i'm like i'm like really you do like like prove it almost you know and and sure enough she did like i kind of i didn't really like it i point. like it man
0: you're I was just you're like motivating. i'm motivated like,
1: do it you know and, and, and sure urban enough,
0: motivation did.
1: yeah um that's really because I'll, I'll be honest like the since i got back from the road trip there was about a week just kind of getting out of like a slump where I had so much content, so many things to share. I didn't really even know what to share or that if I had to share something, it'd have to be like this perfect sequence of all this B-roll and, you know, 30 days. Like I just started sharing like uh, just the just smallest little a... cell phone video, right. Just to kind of, you know, build up that muscle again. You know, it's like, it's like working out, you know?
0: Got it. Totally. So let's talk about the road trip. What was the impetus behind it?
1: Um, so I guess, Me personally, I don't know about you, but there's always like, I guess, this idea in the back of your head where it's like, yeah, you know, it'd be really awesome to like get the family, get the car, drive across the country, you know, see all the things and just kind of take your time and and do whatever. But like it never actually like happens. No, it's
0: one of those pipe dreams. I hear you.
1: And that's always been my thing is like whether it was Dubai or South Africa I was like, I want to go there and I want to make it happen. And I post a video to LinkedIn and reach out to my community and see how we can make it happen, whether that's through sponsorships or people letting me stay at their house or, you know, who knows, like someone bought me a ticket to VidCon last year. Like, There's been so much help that's exceeded my, my wildest imaginations. And just me asking has opened myself up to receiving that help.
0: I, I agree. I mean, it's what you put out to the universe. So 30 day road trip, you packed the family in the car. You had somebody with you. Is that your, your buddy? Yeah,
1: Albert, Albert, um,
0: Albert's, Albert's rolling along there. But what was it? What was the core purpose? I mean, like, were you, were you stopping at potential client's current customers telling the story? I mean, what was was it? Did you have like something set in mind? Here's my intention on this road trip. I'm going to create all the content and here's the purpose of it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I guess the, the, the larger purpose was the documentary, this, right. you know, industry four road trip that I guess it kind of generated a lot of, um, you know, a lot of buzz around because I was just kind of so singularly focused around that one hashtag and that one thing. And so everything else that had been creating has been kind of just supporting that right. Little side clips, little snippets, podcast here, this podcast. Um, so that was like really cool to see that actually kind of, Do what it was intended to do, which was generate interest, and then. But the documentary itself, I guess the idea behind it was, you know, let's see if I can make the road trip happen first of all through sponsors that would hire me to, you know, essentially come interview them to be part of that documentary, essentially, and then through that get to take my family on this journey where I could show Zoe, you know, the Hoover Dam or how 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 jelly beans are made or. Yellowstone, Mount Rushmore, like, and like, we did it, you know? And it was was awesome. It was hard as hell because like, dude, by like the second week, you know, Mary and I were definitely like at edge.
0: I can imagine stuck in a car. Yeah. Albert
1: and I would kind of get at each other's, like, we'd kind of get, in these weird periods where we'd kind of get at you know, we'd get mad at each other essentially without really, it's, un- Dude, you're, in a, you're
0: in a confined space for hours and miles and hundreds and thousands know, of miles at a time, man. And you, but you yeah. made it through, you made it on the end. Um, how would you summarize successful? What's yeah. the ROI on it? Like, was it worth the time? Was it worth the effort to really step away from home for a month? No, yeah.
1: I will say that I guess the one, um, binary indicator of success for me was that mary and zoe finished the road trip there were times where mary was like you know i'm I'm going home now and you know everything situation calmed down everything smoothed out Um, mary and zoe did kind of take a shortcut from chicago to houston Uh, so they kind of cut off that portion where from chicago we went uh, albert and i then went on to new jersey did linkedin global new york went to uh, linkedin hq had some meetups then we kind of drove 24 hours back down to like Houston area and met up with them, uh, at my, my, um, Mary's grandpa's farm. And so like, they're just kind of hanging out on the farm. So it was kind of nice to get that vacation from the vacation.
0: It was a break within the break.
1: Yeah. But then, yeah, we finished out the road trip strong. Um, one of the last stops being Vegas and like the Hoover dam. And that was really cool to show that to awesome. Zoe. But so that was for me, the success was getting it done. It was hundred percent worth it. I spent more money than I had budgeted we raised about $10,000 and we spent about 12. So okay. This is not, this is not including extra gear that I bought. So like, I'm just counting that outside. Cause I did buy a couple of thousand dollars worth of gear on top of that. So, I mean, all, if you want to just count all in big picture, it's like a $20,000 production when you consider I'm, I'm also still post-producing it right now. Right, It's a lot of time
0: too and effort, but I, I, I mean, I can tell you, man, like for what you do in your niche, I think this is spot on. I mean, your, your marketing mindset here and the plan, I mean, it's, it's brilliant. I certainly applaud you for that.
1: Thanks, man.
0: Let's yeah, dude, it's awesome. And and, I and I I have months
1: worth of content. You know what I'm
0: saying? Yeah. It's a lot of work. You got to dig back into that. So let's, let's switch it up a little bit what would happen if LinkedIn just shut off today? What would you do tomorrow?
1: Yeah, that's a great question.
0: Like literally, what if like the fucking Jeff didn't pay the bills and the lights went out and today it's the last day of LinkedIn? What would you do? I, I guess, get this question all the time, right? Yeah, like, what would you do? I mean, I live on LinkedIn professionally. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm a recruiter. I mean, that's what I do. What would you do? Lights went so out. We,
1: I guess, you know, humans are interesting because we kind of tend to own this success. Like, you're like, oh, you know, we have this level of, notoriety or success or you know ability to get our own message out but you're right like for me I'm coming up on like 1500 YouTube subscribers but I just crossed 10,000 followers on LinkedIn so that's like 90% of my influence is on LinkedIn and not on YouTube right so for me I guess I would double down on YouTube uh, in that case and maybe Instagram or TikTok I guess so yeah. I guess knowing that I've done it before, I could probably replicate that success on like, let's say TikTok to some degree, right? I mean, there's always a variability of luck involved, but for the most part, it is more about consistency and just kind of getting better and, you know, making your videos that much more engaging and, you know, it kind of takes off more and, you know, yeah, so-, so you're,
0: you're, you're adaptable. You could go, you could go, to, an, you could go to another platform. This
1: is, just, this is just the beginning though, you know what I'm saying? I'm just barely two years into it and, You know, the business is still like kind of getting to that point where it's trying to sustain itself. And I'm hired, you know, I'm at three employees now. So we're trying to like get that kind of to that next level of growth right now. And so, you know, moving to Arizona will be nice. It'll be kind of a fresh start, so to speak. Um, And, you know, maybe that'll involve Mary and I getting our first home together, like our forever home. So, like, that'll be exciting. Um, And, you know, like, I'm also doing vlogs, like, You know, a lot of the vlogs that I do like along the road trip, those are like just my legacy, you know, Mm -hmm. like showing that I care about Zoe and it's not just about, you know, money or fame. It's just about like my values and just being myself, but also pushing myself outside my comfort zone to leverage these platforms like LinkedIn and TikTok
0: and yeah, and that's something else, man. I I really you know love and attracted about you is that you're always innovating and, and you're always testing. So what's what's on the horizon in 2020 for Zach Scriven Media? What's next year, you, man? We doing a 60 day road trip, a 90 day road trip? You going to Mars? What are we yeah. doing?
1: Yeah. Oh man. So, um, like I said, moving to moving to Arizona. So by the end of Arizona, I'll know like if I'm gonna be moving back to California and buying a house out here or, or, you know, buying a house out in Arizona. So we'll see where that takes us. But, um, and you heard that here first, by the way, I haven't really talked about. Exclusive
0: podcast exclusive.
1: Yeah. So, um, so that's going to be big for me personally, Mary and I are planning on getting married. So that'll be huge. Um, we're we're really just trying to like get everything together. Like me quitting my job really kind of set aside some of these major goals we had, like we were planning on getting married this year and, it would be nice to already be in our own home, but like
0: once we had that in.
1: income set back, like our goals had to kind of re- re- readjust, you know? Right. I
0: mean, you have to, you have to be you know, able to adapt and able to take the punches and able to just kind of go with the flow. And I think that you have that mindset, which is going to set you up for success. Let's bring it home here, Zach. So a couple of questions that I ask every guest, i love to get the perspective and i love to really kind of hit home on this. To date, to where we stand today, this is uh, October, I don't know when this is going to end, we're in October of 2019. What would you say to date is your greatest accomplishment? Mm.
1: I I am really, I'm really proud about the road trip. I I really do feel like that's, you know, it's weird because like a lot of ways that's like the peak of my success, but then also at the same time, it's like, you know, and I know this is just like those negative thoughts, like saying like, oh, like Zach, you know, you can't even afford to live in California. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I can. I've lived here the last five years. It's that's just defeatist like, not, mentality, I'm, don't think. That I'm now. not, I'm not, I'm not like reaching my goals here. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to, you know, cut costs and, but yeah, you're right. That's the defeatist mentality. Yeah, so um, my biggest accomplishment is definitely the ro- the road trip, like professional, say.
0: Yeah, um, and you should put a feather in your cap because it's not just about the content you created from the road trip, but the, the fact that you made it happen And it aligns
1: with my my values.
0: Exactly, man. I say that too about the the event I pulled off in Dallas. You know, it wasn't so much about the content, which was great, right? The fact that-
1: The LinkedIn connect event?
0: Correct. Yeah. And we, 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 we made that happen. Like that offsite with Julian, um, made that happen. What is, what is the single greatest piece of advice that you have ever received that you take action on daily? Yeah, just to never give up. I know that sounds corny, right? But, but it's true, man. You don't mm-hmm. you take it, man. It's I just it.
1: success is just one failure after another. You know what I'm saying? Like you fail when you f- you fail to proceed, you know?
0: Yeah. No, totally right. And I mean, believe me, my my every step of the way is built on on a previous failure. And it's it's hard to say that sometimes because when you're in that failure, you're like, fuck this, you know. Yeah, that's the worst part, right? I mean, in the video I put out today, like my lowest point, looking back on it four years later, there's no way I would have known what that moment would have meant to where I am today. And it's hard to put yourself in those shoots, especially when you're in that fucking situation and somebody else says, don't worry, I know this is the worst fucking moment of your life, but don't worry, things are going to get better. Promise me, trust me, like get the hell out of my face. You know, like I just failed on my face and now you're trying to tell me that shit. Anyway, switching gears a little bit. What is Zach Scriven's superpower? What do you do better than almost anyone on the entire planet? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> well
1: I mean just being besides being Zach Scriven but um, that's kind of given um, I, I tend to look at things at, at a very unique perspective and I also um, like I said I'm a futurist so I'm always looking at how things are going to be in the future and like how, how we can get there and, and kind of inspiring other people to get there, like activating them. So whether that's getting people to jump on board with LinkedIn video or, you know, maybe even in the industrial automation space, they're an engineer and, um, you know, they want to start creating videos. Like that's one of my gifts, I do believe. And then um, I I do feel like I I do pretty good at the podcast, although that's maybe just repetition, asking good questions, um, just generally caring about the other person and not just looking at them like as an interview or a way to reach new audiences, but like a way to make a new friend. Yeah. And so the podcast is, you know, it's kind of one of my passions as well too. So, um, it's a fun podcast and, podcasting, and, and, and that's, right? that's, where those con- <laughs> like, that's what could make like, let's say so, like when I interview someone and they've never done any type of video before, like what I'm interested in doing is like getting them to feel comfortable and just like we're having a conversation while my camera's recording, and then being able to take them who maybe they thought they couldn't create any content that's magic, and then showing them this video that just kind of blows their mind of how they can actually, yeah, they can create, you know?
0: Yeah, man, I love that. I mean, you really bring the magic to others, and I think you bring that, and, and that's something really true and authentic about yourself. Now, I could probably answer this question for you, but what is, what is you know, when, when, not every day is sunshine and rainbows for Zach Scriven. Some days are better than others. When you want to show gratitude, when you need to be lifted up, what is Zach Scriven's North Star? yeah for me it's um
1: you know it's our creator that's like kind of the big question you know i think that we all have and that 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 tend to that does tend to like drive a lot of things that i do right whether that's in search for more understanding or in search for more connection and relationship or finding meaning um yeah kind of existential like that like kind of that deep thought-provoking
0: um north star i love it man zach thanks thanks, thanks for coming on the show man this is fun man i appreciate it and what i appreciate and admire most about zach is that he's steadfast in his convictions he handles his fair share of trolls like water rolling off an umbrella all day long and i also deeply admire his tenacity to take a risk and follow his passion leaving behind a established and somewhat firm career and it's not easy. And I know this firsthand I've been in those shoes before, but Zach has the tenacity to define his goals, focus on his faith and do everything to accomplishment and kudos for that dude. I appreciate you. And Zach is an innovator and a creator and always striving to add value to others to grow his business and grow his business at the same time. And I hope that his, his story inspires you to take action and follow your passion. And I hope that you learned a thing or two about content creation and please follow Zach He has great stuff. He really shows you how to do everything uh, and follow his journey and follow what he's creating. And I look forward to continuing to build my relationship with Zach. I mean, he's been a a day one OG soul brother to me on this platform. Appreciate him. Appreciate everything he does. Zach, thanks for joining me today. Where can folks find you? Where can they connect with you? Where can they learn more? Thanks,
1: Adam. I'm proud of you, man. Um, Yeah, thank you guys for listening. If you guys want to know more, Zach Scriven Media on YouTube. It's Z-A-C-K. Scriven rhymes with driven and uh or Zach Scriven on linkedin
0: awesome and i'm gonna have links to everything for that below zach thanks for coming on and to everyone listening thank you for joining us on the podcast podcast link comment subscribe share network remember take your online offline zach thank you for joining us and everyone listening catch us next week for another great episode of the podcast wisdom is forever but for us it's time to go thank you for joining us luckily We'll be back with our next episode jam-packed with more incredible humans. For more info, please visit www.nhptalentgroup.com.